G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Well, the big issue right now is the Closing the Gap report. The Prime Minister has spoken this morning uh, both to an Indigenous leaders' breakfast in Canberra and uh, he's reaffirmed his government's commitment to Indigenous equality. Well, today he's uh, also made a significant release of the annual Closing the Gap report card and tabled that in the Federal Parliament. Now, there's some significant things to note. Uh, There were some targets, six targets in the Closing the Gap report that they look at and so it's like a report card. So uh, every year they do an assessment just how those uh, targets are being approached and so there's targets that include things like uh, the close of the life expectancy gap within a generation looking to halve the gap in mortality rates for Indigenous children under five within a decade. They want to ensure access to early childhood education for all Indigenous four-year-olds in remote communities within five years. They want to halve the gap in reading, writing and numeracy achievements for children within a decade, halve the gap for Indigenous students in Year 12 attainment rates by 2020 and halve the gap in employment outcomes between Indigenous and non-Indigenous Australians within a decade. I mentioned Mr Turnbull addressed Indigenous leaders from across Australia at a breakfast in Canberra this morning. He said to them there it was important to be optimistic. He's also addressed the Parliament this past hour about the efforts to close the gap. And thanks to Vision National News, let's uh, listen into a, a segment of what Mr Turnbull delivered to the Parliament. The headline statistics in today's report do not recognise the diversity that exists in your culture, language and experiences which differ across the nation, from the cities to remote Australia in every state and territory. When the first Aboriginal Member of Parliament, Senator Neville Bonner, gave his first speech in 1971, he said this, all who desire to be so classified, regardless of hue of skin, and who are flowing in their veins any portion, however small, of Aboriginal or Torres Strait Island blood are Indigenous people. A person's right to shape their own identity and for that identity to be respected is central to the well-being of all people. And yet, for decades, Aboriginality and skin colour had been used to control the lives of Indigenous people and diminish their value in society. And this must be no longer. In 2008, apology to the stolen generations was a great milestone in the healing of our nation. It was a long overdue acknowledgement of grief 
and the suffering and the loss inflicted on generations of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. We all recognise that healing takes time and our generation seeks to make a further amends, a further setting right through formal recognition of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in our constitution. Some of those thoughts from the Prime Minister as he addressed the Federal Parliament in the last hour focused on what he calls an opportunity to recommit to achieving the equality of opportunity for all Australians. The opposition leader, Bill Shorten, responded. Here's some of what he had to say. Our words acknowledge the resilience Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples have shown in the face of more than two centuries of indignities and injustice, great and small. And this acknowledgement, this respect, this recognition belongs in our constitution. Including the first members of our Australian family on our national birth certificate should be the shared goal of all Australians. It is well past the hour for our constitution to speak the truth about our past and to point the way forward to a more equal future. The Referendum Council, led by the collective wisdom of Pat Dodson and Mark Liebler, have begun crafting a question to be shaped by community conventions. Now, we hear a lot about the risks of rushing this process. But when justice has been denied and delayed for so long, inaction is far more dangerous than urgency. And whilst he's left the chamber, I wish to say that on the question of timing, we agree with the former Prime Minister, Tony Abbott, that May 2017, the 50th anniversary of the 1967 referendum, would be an auspicious time for a national vote on recognition, and if elected, a Labor government will deliver the referendum then. Opposition leader Bill Shorten and some of his response to the tabling of that report today, the Close the Gap report. Of course, the goal is to raise the health and life expectancy of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples to that of the non-Indigenous population within a generation to close the gap and a significant date in their 2030. So it is a long-term strategy. This is the eighth time that a Closing the Gap report card uh, shows that there has been some limited progress in most of the key targets. Now, of those targets, there's been a focus on areas of early childhood, of education, employment, numeracy and literacy, childhood mortality. Uh, There is a, a note that when it comes to employment and numeracy and literacy targets, uh, they've reportedly shown mixed improvement since the 2008 launch when those targets were first adopted. But this year's report shows further improvements towards halving the gap in child mortality and the target to halve the gap in completing year 12 by 2020 is also on track. Over the past couple of days, you might have heard Indigenous leaders have been talking about the release of this Closing the Gap report card and some of those have expressed frustration. Some Indigenous leaders have said it should be scrapped altogether, but Pat Dodson says the government has failed to properly consult with Aboriginal communities. 
You might like to have your say. Uh, we may be able to squeeze some calls in if you wanted to be part of our conversation today. One eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. If you do have uh, something to contribute to our conversation today about the closing the gap report, but I want to welcome to twenty twenty Brian Sonneman. He and his team fly into remote Aboriginal communities throughout WA. He's been monitoring the closing the gap report, the announcement that's been made today uh, in the federal parliament. Uh, those things that have been said over these past days. Uh, Chariots of Fire Ministries. Now, let me just remind you, Chariots of Fire Ministries, a wonderful ministry in WA based in Geraldton, they fly into some of the most remote Aboriginal communities up in northwestern WA and uh, planning to expand their activities right into the Northern Territory and amazing servants of the Lord. Uh, one of the significant things that they do in Chariots of Fire Ministries is they bring Christian media into Aboriginal communities. So you've got Vision Radio and uh, lots of Aboriginal communities throughout Northwest WA that are listening into our conversation right now as we speak because of the work of these guys at Chariots of Fire Ministries and many others yet to have access to Vision Radio and, of course, also the possibility of satellite Christian television as well. Let's welcome Brian Sonneman. Hello, Brian. Welcome along to 2020. Good morning, uh, morning listeners. Brian, Chariots of Fire Ministries uh, doing a wonderful job, and we'll talk some more about what you guys do, but let's keep a focus on this Closing the Gap report. You've been following it along, and especially when we look at those areas of target, the target areas that the government wants to close the gap on, uh, you're actually working right in the midst of so many of these outback communities where there's been some difficulties, some challenges. But what's your overall thoughts on what the Prime Minister has released today, tabled in the Federal Parliament? I think it's a great idea and, and we definitely need to be united together as one. And I think that started with the National Prayer Day in Canberra on Sunday, which I attended and just saw so much uh, love and compassion shown to all Indigenous people and people of all all races, and I had an option opportunity to listen to a lady called Pat Weary Reed. She sums, sums it up totally that um, building Australia with God. Um, Pat hated the white people; she just couldn't stand us. And she said, though, we're under authoritarian, uh, under uh, a ruling that um, we had to do. Sorry, they had to do what the white people wanted them to do. They had no way of getting out of it. And uh, she said then that once she found the Lord. Uh, all that changed. Now she can relate to all Australians as one. So I think with what we're putting in, that this media gives an open heart to all people, that they can understand that, uh, that things can be changed uh, through the, the press, our Lord Jesus Christ. But we want to see something happening. And the media that uh, is running 24-7 gives that opportunity to all people to see and hear all things that are happening around Australia. So they can understand about education, they can understand about health and and well-being. So I think this uh, opportunity of, of seeing this media, which is running all the time, gives them a great uh, respect for what they have in their own community. And they, they want to have the unity, that unity together. And by doing that, we can uh, see a lot of healthy, healthy people and uh, they just return their life back to looking after their own people in the community. We know they're very uh, spiritual-led people, but we're not there to change their culture. We're just there to help them and let them see a better way of living, which they, they can see through this media. Brian, I suspect a lot more research 
maybe needs to be done about the value of having Christian media and, uh, you know, at the risk of blowing our own trumpet here, just uh, the effects that come when the gospel is introduced into a community 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Anecdotally speaking, we can say that there is a tremendous effect of what happens uh, not only in ordinary towns and communities around Australia and our capital cities, but into these remote communities. And one I know that uh, you were really integrally part of is in the community of Mullen in northern WA. Can you explain to us just what happened in Mullen when you guys at Chariots of the F- of Fire Ministries turned up there just a few years ago? We were asked by a lady called Shirley Brown who was very concerned about her community and her people. So she asked if we could put in Vision Radio. And we said, yes, we could. And at the same time, we'd install two homes with God's Christian TV. And that was very successful. And uh, they started listening to that. We heard reports after that uh, that people were being saved by watching the media. People were being healed by watching the media. And she was very concerned about the suicides in that community because uh, before we went there, there was quite a few. And we've been back to baptise 32 people out of 100. And out of that group of people, um, since we've been, that media's been running, there has been no suicides in that community, and that's now over two years. So we can definitely say that that media is working and the people are changing to a better lifestyle, and we know that will work. It's why I say this is an area that deserves some real uh, research and people actually doing some surveys and finding out what's actually going on because uh, the ability of Christian media to be a part of uh, these things that the government is setting as goals and as targets, well, these are the sorts of things that Christians have worked for uh, over centuries of missionary endeavour, and uh, they're really a part of what uh, Christianity is all about, just uh, bringing this sort of stability, bringing this blessing into communities. And, and you know, as I reflect on Malin, and our listeners can actually see the YouTube uh, video clip of uh, those Aboriginal people in Mullen being baptised, yes. and uh, and you know my heart melts every time I see that because uh, yeah. as I as I recall it's a, it's an old refrigerator uh, in the <laughs> middle of a dusty dry ground. You were there. You might like to explain just what happened on that baptism day, Brian. Yeah, we, we were blessed by having uh, Cherry and Bruce. So Bruce couldn't make it, but Cherry Connell from King's Church in Kununurra came down. And it's just a blessing to be there because we heard Cherry talk to the Indigenous people what they needed to know about being baptised and, and about Jesus. And that was very, very exciting and, and moving. And uh, once that was completed, um, Cherry asked that those who would like to be baptised come forward. So a lot of people came forward. But we wanted to go to the lake, uh, Lake Gregor, which is very close, but that was uh, too far away to take the people that wanted to be baptised. So we found this old uh, freezer chest that had a hole in it. We tried to put water in, but it just kept coming out. <laughs> so the next alternative <laughs> yeah. was to just use the hose. <laughs> yes. But just to see the people's, um, their, their face and their, and their eyes just shine up when they were baptised and they just had like a new, new a way of living, a new, a new thing, to, a new identity in their own, in their own community. And they, the whole group of people just celebrated together, which was a great unity. And uh, just, you just see the love compassion that was shared by all people and that's a day I'll never forget so it was very very exciting. You know uh, just reflecting on that and the freezer as you say there in the middle of the dusty ground and uh, having to revert to using the holes the hose because the freezer wouldn't 
contain the water. It, it doesn't look like an orderly event, this baptism. But, uh, but since that time, since that baptism, when you can reflect on the fact uh, of the lower number of suicides in the town, uh, this is, I mean, this is just super significant, isn't it? It is. It, it, it just goes to show that, you know, you can spend heaps of money out there and, and, and doing all these uh, alternatives or whatever, but you just go out there and put in a simple bit of piece of media, um, which is an eye-opening to the people, and that media just turns them around. It's just for the presence of God is they've been touched by that and being touched by the Lord, then you know you're on the right track and that they can uh, see their community growing. And now they've formed their own church called the Holy Fire Desert Church. And one of the members of the church was um, into alcohol and drugs and that sort of thing. But they've been pastored by, um, sponsored by Terry and Bruce in Kununurra. And one of the members now wants to be the, the pastor of this new church. So we can see a lot of things changing, and um, we know that this media will help. It's just a matter of getting the funds out there to put in these systems to allow them to have this uh, unconditional love that will come through the media, through the, through the Lord. We don't want to miss that aspect, but let me just keep uh, focused uh, for a moment on some of the targets from this report. Uh, I wonder whether you know or are able to reflect on a number of those communities that you visit there in northern WA whether there is any improvement in uh, children going along to school, uh, you know, getting educated, uh, you know, this reading and writing and numeracy, those sorts of things. Uh, Any uh, insights there, Brian? I believe it's changing. Um, We've been into four communities uh, and just see the community change. But as we go back, things are changing quite quite dramatically. But... um, with the schooling, that's great. Um, they need that in their in their life, and, and we we, res- we respect that. But they still can get some of that schooling that they need through this this media. And uh, like some people now do homeschooling, but to school is very important to the children. And one of these ladies mentioned in the on the weekend that it was very important to them. And if, if they hadn't gone to that school and and learned what they learned, they wouldn't be where they were today. So we need to get all these things working together in unity, where we can have a school. And a Christian-based school, uh, which is um, very important, I believe, to to help that community, having all those uh, um, programs running through the school and also the programs running on Christian media. That would um, give them best of both worlds, I believe. Now, you guys, uh, wonderful ministry, Chariots of Fire Ministries. Uh, I'm sure that uh, it costs a lot of money to run that aircraft that you have that gets you into these remote outback communities. Uh, What sort of needs do you have as you look ahead 2016? What sort of needs are there financially? Uh, uh, What sort of personnel do you require? What sort of things do you need to expand the work of Chariots of Fire Ministries there in WA and then across into the Northern Territory? Well, we're looking um, for aircraft. Uh, We have an opportunity to purchase one from a a friend uh, who's flying this at the moment in Port Hedland, uh, Keith, and he has one they're ready to purchase. That will be about $320,000. But the overall running cost of the aircraft is around $800 an hour. But then our systems that we put in, uh, we've been blessed um, by God TV or Install for Life. They're supporting us with uh, some receivers. And also with uh, the weekend visit with uh, Wayne Anderson did a interview with um, Matt Prater for TBN and we've since been speaking with them on our return to Wollongong 
and now they've come on board and uh, wish us all, all the best and want a partnership with us. So now they're going to help supply the systems also. So that's going to be a benefit to Chasify Ministries. But also um, we have another goal, and that's um, crossing Australia from Shark Bay to Byron Bay. And we have two aeroplanes, one north track and one the south track. And then Steve Grace is going through the middle, and uh, we're just looking for funds to, uh, uh, to enable us to do this crossing. And then we can go into all these communities and duplicate what we've done with Mullen and Nookumbar and Luma and Bidjidangara. I think it's Bidjidangara. <laughs> but we can accomplish that with um, just support. Each system was around $350 to install. But a lot of that is being supported by Install for Life and now TBN. So our main cost is going to be travelling and the aircraft cost to run the aircraft as we visit each and each one of these communities going across Australia. Well, there's some exciting work that you guys are involved in. And uh, as we just uh, reaffirm, it does cost dollars to actually do what you do, uh, reaching out into those communities. And you mentioned the uh, the uh, east to west. Now, are you flying east to west with Steve Grace across the nation, or is that going to be west to east? Uh, west to east, it starts in, in West Australia and Shark Bay, beautiful country. Uh, great cliffs on the side of the ocean. And then we go across these communities in, and to the Malabar. Um We're doing three, actually three sites for vision radio as we go across to install vision radio. And we may have more by the time that, that data arrives. <laughs> so we were excited about that. And then we go through Alice Springs and back down to Birdsville and over to Byron Bay where we complete our, our mission. But in the beginning, we believe we take in, in, in touch with Steve Grace, and as we go across, we'll touch up with him several places going across Australia. And then our final get-together again when we complete the mission in Byron Bay. So we're looking forward to that one. It's going to be our biggest mission ever. But um, we know that uh, when you work with the Lord and he gives you a vision to do something like this, that uh, most of those things will be provided by him. So we're blessed by that. Outstanding and uh, also fills in the gap for some listeners who say, how do they get all of those radio stations into those very remote communities? And uh, we do rely on people like Chariots of Fire Ministries who do just a wonderful job. Look, I want to give the Chariots of Fire website address and there'll be an address or some link there where you might be able to support this ministry, certainly in need of financial support. And I guess what holds Chariots of Fire Ministries back might be that uh, there might be lack of dollars to be able to fulfil all of the goals that they might have set for 2016. So chariotsoffireministries.com.au, that's the website, chariotsoffireministries.com.au. These guys uh, are up in the air and moving into very remote communities in the outback, setting up not only vision stations, but also the opportunity for people in these very remote communities and often outback Aboriginal communities uh, to be able to receive Christian television. It is helping to close the gap uh, in many, many ways, even beyond what the Close the Gap report is talking about today. Brian mm-hmm. Sonneman, just great uh, having your insights today. Uh, thanks so much for sharing about those Aboriginal communities and the difference that Christian media makes there as well and uh, some insights there along the way as to how those Aboriginal communities are, in fact, uh, closing the gap uh, between non-Indigenous and Indigenous Australians. Uh, Thanks so much for being with us today, Brian. Thank you very much for your time, and I appreciate it, and uh, God bless. 
Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.